Hello, it's Robert Bathurst here. I was one of the first guests on My Time Capsule, and Mike has asked me to tell you that you can now listen to the podcast ad-free by subscribing to Acast Plus. Details of how to join are in the description of each episode. Mike says it's very reasonably priced. In fact, Mike says it's a bargain. And who am I to disagree? Locked here in his cellar. Anyway, for a small subscription, Acast Plus, My Time Capsule, ad-free. Free. Unlike me. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to My Time Capsule. My name's Mike Fenton-Stevens and My Time Capsule is a podcast where my guest tells me the five things from their life that they pick to put into a time capsule. They can choose anything from any time in their life, but they have to choose four things that they cherish and would like to see again or keep safe. And they also pick one thing that they wish they could forget, something they want to bury in the ground and never think of again. My very special guest in this episode is an absolute comedy legend. Honestly, Tommy Cannon was one half of the great comic double act Cannon and Ball until his friend and partner Bobby Ball's sad death in 2020. Cannon and Ball first appeared on the television show Opportunity Knox in 1968, and their primetime Saturday night television series, The Cannon and Ball Show, was one of ITV's most successful series with a regular Christmas special. It ran for 12 years, with audiences often as high as 20 million viewers. 20 million! Bloody hell! They even made their own film, The Boys in Blue, in 1982. That's how huge they were. Tommy and Bobby went on to make their own game show, appeared in the fifth series of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. They were in Shooting Stars with Bob Mortimer and Vic Reeves, Last of the Summer Wine, The Kenny Everett Television Show, and they also appeared in a Christmas special of Lee Mack's BBC comedy, Not Going Out, in which Bobby played Lee's father. Tommy has also played a regular character in the ITV soap, Emmerdale. He's still performing today with his great singing voice and his one-man show, an audience with Tommy Cannon, set to be seen all over the country in 2023 and 2024, including the Leicester Square Theatre in London. Without a doubt, Tommy Cannon is, as far as British comedy is concerned, one of the greats. So what a privilege for me to hear the five things from his life that he chose to put in a time capsule. This episode may be short, 
but it's suddenly sweet. Have fun. Lovely, you all happy? Thank you. Lovely to see you. Ah, uh, thank you very much. No, Tommy, even at my age, look at me, I look older than you, but <laughs> <laughs> but for me, you are absolutely a childhood hero. Thank you. So it's a joy. It's, I'm delighted to have you on this podcast. I can't tell thank you. Thank you very much. The wonderful hours of entertainment you've given me over the years. Good, I'm glad you've enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, and I was lucky enough as well to meet Bobby. I worked with him on Not Going Out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's lovely. It sort of it completes the circle for me. It does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. So what have you been up to? You've got some shows, haven't you? Um, yeah, I've got quite a busy... Um, I've got a cruise in March. I've got quite a bit of um, one-nighters up and down the country. Yeah. I've done a book, and that's coming out sort of prior just to the tour, sort of round about um, November time, maybe, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I've been doing bits and bobs, but I mean, like everybody else, the lockdown's, you know, thrown everything into the into the air, and um, mm. it's all landed back down now, and so I'm looking forward to these one-nighters, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get the chance to pick it up again and carry yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, well, it must be strange for you not to be in front of an audience. You've spent well, so much of your life there. Yeah, I mean, Bob and I were together 60 years. Wow. And... um Somebody said to me the other day, funnily enough, they said, um, the boys in blue movie. I said, yes. He said to me, he said, do you know, Tom, it's 40 year old. Oh, no. I said, never. No. I said, no, it's not. He said, honestly, Tom, 40 years old. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. When that happens, it's terrible, isn't it? Oh, you think to yourself, wow, I don't remember where that 40 years has gone. I know. And, of course, you can remember the first day of filming, you know, as if yeah. it was yesterday. Yeah, and of course, you know, um, having lost my partner as well, Bobby, I I, um, I did Panto for the first time last year, this year sort of thing, up in uh, County Durham. Yeah. And um, I found it a real, real struggle because uh. Bob and I had done 40-something Pantos together. Mm. And when you do, when Bob and I used to do Pantos, it was great because we could cover for one another with the lines or whatever, but we never had too many lines. It were always sketches that we did. Yeah. So it was it was what's the name? It was really good. So I had lots of lines to learn, and I was um, <laughs> I was beginning to get a bit panicky. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the girl, the last that put it on, Bob and I knew her from 1976. She'd been performing since 1976, right. and um, she kept saying to my wife, "I haven't got Tommy Cannon yet. I haven't got him yet." And then all of a sudden, she said. He's here. He's arrived. Ah, yes. Uh, it just took time, you know. It just, it just took a bit of time. Oh, of course, naturally. I mean, absolutely. When your performance is so tied into somebody else's performance, yeah. and you can see that when you look at all the fantastic clips there are of you. Yeah. And that's a great thing about doing a lot of telly is there is yes. an enormous amount you can watch. I, I've watched yeah, just over the last week or so, I've found myself just going through all sorts of yeah, different routines. Yeah. And I have to say, Tommy, some... You know, I don't think at the time when I was a young man, I really quite appreciated the detail of what you no, were doing. No, I don't think when you do comedy, I think people only remember laughing. Yeah. And that's great. But the, the hard work behind it all and getting it right. I mean, don't get me wrong, we didn't always get it right either. Because yeah. um, <laughs> that was part of the beauty of it, because I've got, Prime example is the Jimmy Talbot sketch. I mean, I never, ever 
even to this day, do not know why I was laughing. <laughs> I don't know. I've got no idea. And I just started to giggle, and that was it. And I thought for sure the director was going to say, right, cut. But he just left it go and let it go and let it go and let it go. It was incredible. Well, because it's so unusual to see you go. I know. But he just left it in there. And, I was, and every time I see it, every time I put it on and I watch it, I start laughing again. <laughs> Brilliant. Crazy. Brilliant. Brilliant, I know. There's yeah. a there's a Royal Variety performance I watched the other day. There was a bit in it, just a moment, and I thought to myself, my God, I wonder how long they rehearsed that. Because there was a fall from the stool. Yeah. You're sitting on the high stool and you should get off there. Yeah. And it did a, a double yeah. fall and you yeah. both went down. Yeah. And it was so perfect. And it happens yeah. bang like that. Oh, yeah, in an instance. You just, you just have to go for it. You know, we didn't even rehearse that. Even when we did it before, we did it on TV, if you like. Yeah. We just went for it. Yeah. Because if you're hesitant and you, oh, it doesn't work. So you've just got to go for it, you know. I mean, to be honest with you, when I used to carry Bobby off stage in my arms, he was eight stone six. Yeah. So that was pretty easy. <laughs> then he started to put weight on. <laughs> and I, I got to earn his. <laughs> 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 oh my word! Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, you as a double act, you had the great advantage that very few double acts have that you can really sing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the thing is as well, um, Robbie Williams's songwriter has wrote me a song. Really? Yeah, and I've, I've got it here on this piece of paper, and going down into Stoke at the end of February yeah. to record it. Oh wow! And, and Robbie. Robbie has sent a message to me. Make sure I get the finished product, please. <laughs> and it's it's a great song. It's you know it's sort of a swing thing. It's a great song. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm going to put that down. Yeah. Well, of course, Robbie would also appreciate that history. Oh, yeah. He's got a he's, sense of the old style performers and yeah, what has, what came before. That's important to know, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I think it, <laughs> it was strange how um, Robbie was. Uh, work in Manchester, um, 20,000 people. And we were, all the family, we're having a couple of drinks and we're all doing this to one of his songs. Yeah. So we texted him and said, Robbie, we're all the family's here and we're doing this and we're to your song and all that. And he said, oh, Tommy, he said, I'm in Manchester, he said, in two weeks' time. Bring all the family down and come and see the show. Wow. So, of course, went down to see the show. He came on and... From the minute he came on, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. I felt, I don't know, I felt something wasn't right. And he came on, he walked to the edge of the stage, he knew exactly where I was sat, he turned, and he went like that. Oh, saluted. To me. Saluted me. Wow. And I went, oh my God, is that, has he done that to me? He's not. And I was looking around thinking, that must, can't be me. And then, he said, uh, towards the end of his act, he said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he said, there's a legend in the audience tonight. He said, and I'm going to dedicate this song to Tommy Cannon. Wow. Tommy, Tommy. <laughs> 20,000 people were going, Tommy. To, I, I was in buckets. I, I didn't know what to do. People were coming up to me. I, I was looking around for the legend. He's the legend <laughs> that's in, not realising he meant me. Yeah. And then, of course, I went down to see him in the VIP room and um, he got older and they gave me a big hug. He said, Tommy, I love you, mate. You're a legend. 
Wow. And that, well, I, I'll, never, I'll never ever forget it. No. Never forget it. What an amazing thing. Mm. Yeah. But rightly so, Tommy. I mean, it's easy for you to forget these things because you just live your life, you know. But yeah. but actually, if you look at your career and you particularly look at your television career, you and yeah. Bobby together, yeah. Cannonball, that was an absolute mainstay of Saturday night mm-hmm. television for for yeah. what for forever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, twenty million viewers every Saturday night. Unbelievable. I mean, Ant and Deck, forget it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But it, yeah, and I mean. Bobby and I had a great career. Mm. Never, never dreaming for one minute that we would end up like that. But you know, it was fabulous. The only sad thing is that I'm, I'm now missing my partner, and God bless him. But I know he's looking down. Yeah, and he's saying, "Come on, you can do this, boy. Get on with it." Yeah, you know? keep enjoying it. Yeah, indeed, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and then you find new things. You know, oh, it's yeah, like you say, you suddenly yeah. go, "Hang on a minute." Yeah, I mean, I know yeah. I used to sing songs at the end of the yeah. routines we did, but That's there right. were moments in those shows where you'd sing songs, and it was really beautiful, really moving. Thank you very much. Thank you. No, I mean, <laughs> say it as I see it. Yeah, That's yeah. why I'm excited to see you. And the lovely thing is that we, really, this is all this is, is a chance to reminisce this podcast. Yeah. I mean, I talk to people, I ask them to pick five things from their life that they put in a time capsule that they sort yeah. of treasure, four things yeah. that they, you know, really love. And one yeah. thing they want to put in there because they go, well, I'm going to put that in and never think about it again. Never think about it again. <laughs> Get yeah. rid of it. Well, I've, I've got some bits here for you. Oh, uh, fantastic. I'm amazed that Robbie Williams saluting you in front of 20,000. Oh, it was unreal. 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 Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, okay, well, let's have a look. Let's have a look at your list and see what you've got. Okay. Well, one of the things that I will uh, always treasure, which I've got, is a pair of Bobby's red rock-on braces. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've got them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Where did you get them? Oh, I've had them for ages. Uh, when we did the um, tribute show to him in Blackpool, I decided I wanted a chair on stage at the end with a pair of braces over the chair and a pair of hush puppies on the floor <laughs> so I could say goodnight to him. Yeah. And I, we, the, the girl dancers brought the chairs on and all that business. And a guy came up to the front of the stage and he said, there you are, Tommy, have these braces. They weren't a pair of Bobby's braces, but they were about three inches thick either side. <laughs> and I've got them. Brilliant. And I've had a painting done of the chair, the hush puppies and the braces. Uh-huh. I've had a, a painting, a block painting done. Which is beautiful, which I will always treasure. Yeah, along with his, along with his braces, of course. It's a simple thing, isn't it? It's strange how these things catch on, but when you think of him, you always think of those hush puppies as well, yeah. don't you? That no yeah. matter how smart the suit was, that's right. Yeah, there were those hush that's puppies. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in days gone by, he used to wear the baggiest suit you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> yeah, with a big thick belt round his belly, and the trousers always used to be falling down. <laughs> and he said, "Tell me, he's." I said, well, get a pair of braces. Wow. And that was as simple as it was. We didn't sit there and say, look, if you get a pair of braces, we can do this or we can do that. No. It was just, just happened. We just said, get a pair of braces and that'd be fine. And then the whole thing just developed as a yeah. prop. Yeah. Wow. And then they kept falling off his shoulder. Of so, course. of course, what he kept doing was putting his thumb in to lift them up over his shoulder. Yeah. And then it got to there. And then the Rock On came from David Essex's song, Rock On. Rock On, yeah. We were driving down to the gig and he heard David Essex singing the song. And in them days, I used to go on the stage first for two or three minutes singing a song. Mm. And then he'd come on 
and he came on this night and he pulled his braces, he went, oh, rope on, Johnny. <laughs> and I looked at him, I went, what the hell? Where's that come from? And he said, oh, David Essex was singing a song. He said, I just thought I'd throw it in. Then then the country were doing it. The whole country was doing saying, rock on, Johnny. And still, yeah. amazingly, still. Still. Yeah. If you put a pair of braces on, yeah. I, I defy anybody yeah. not to go rock on Tommy. Oh, they would, without a shadow of a doubt. And that would be young people who wouldn't yeah. even know why they were doing it. No, they wouldn't. They no. wouldn't know, no. They wouldn't. Yeah, so that's, that's the braces. Right, it's a quick break for some adverts, but we'll be back in no time. See you in a sec. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to My Time Capsule with the living legend Tommy Cannon and the things he'd want in a time capsule from his life. Part two. I've got also, this might sound a bit girlish really, but I love lavender. We have it in the bedroom. It smells gorgeous. Mm. And my wife loves it. That's a favourite smell of all time. Yeah. And so that's something that I always like. Yeah. And and then I've got, oh, this is quite sad, actually, but my mum was, um, she died. It, they called it a blood disease, but I think it was leukaemia. They didn't know in them days no. what it was. And um, she would lay there in bed. Bob and I, had just, we'd just done them. Um, a nightclub. So I came back and went to the flat where she lived and she would lay on the bed and the nurse said, uh, I'll leave you with her, Tommy, for half an hour now and um, I'll come back. And I said, I wish she, she said, she said, oh, she's not good, Tommy. She's, um, she won't be here long. And I said, oh, God, blimey. And I sat there looking at her and all of a sudden she sat up in bed, bolt upright, and she recited the Lord's Prayer from beginning to end, lay down and died. Wow. And I'll never, ever forget that in my life. No. It was, it was incredible. It's quite extraordinary the things people do right yeah. at the end, isn't it? 
Yeah. They find strength sometimes. Yeah, it's true. I mean, and, and God bless her, she was... She struggled for quite a few months, you know, with the blood disease, as mm. they called it, in yeah. them days. How old was she, Tommy? Oh, she'd be 60-something, something like that, 67, 68, maybe. Just she, young, then? Yeah, cotton mill worker, all her life, bless uh. her. Uh, stone death, couldn't hear anything. She had one of these boxes on, what, what they used to, you used to have to shout down, box, so she could yeah. hear me, you know. <laughs> with a wire going up. And a, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, she was, uh, she was, a, she was a lovely lady, a lovely lady. When I was a young man, I was in a company with a, an actor who used to wear one of those boxes. Yeah. And everybody said to him, you know, you can get hearing aids, don't you? And he said, no, um, I like the box. And do you, know, do you know why he liked it? Because if, if he got bored with someone, he used to let his jacket go. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did, oh, I can't hear them then. Can't hear them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really. Oh, bless her. Bless your mum. Yeah. But, I mean, the great thing is that when you think about that, that that clearly gave her comfort. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget, they came up, the uh, paramedics came up, and they put her in like a bin liner sort of thing. It was in them days. Yeah. And I thought to myself, how sad is that? She's passed away, and it's like the bin liner reminds me of the dustbin liners and stuff. You know, it was yeah, a real... Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it was that's the way they did it in them days. There mm. were no... There were no posh sort of uh, putting them away, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But at least you know that she went, yeah. having said the Lord's Prayer, yes. and that made her feel, she did. I can go now. Sure. And that's what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I've got um, my family, mm. who I love and treasure them. Family life, to me, is the most important thing in the world. Um, it's more important than show business. There's a certain pleasure and love that goes with loving your family and them loving you back. And I find it ever so strange when sometimes you hear of families that have fallen out, they've gone their way, the others have gone the other way, and you think, oh, my goodness, how the hell has that happened? Mm. Um, and I would I would never let that happen, never in a million years. So, yeah, and I, I, I love my family to bits. Yeah. And, and I know they love me to bits as well. Well, that must have given you great strength through that time. Losing a partner, a comedy partner. I mean, because in a way, it's like losing a, like you're married, really. Yeah, it is. It's, it is. It's even now. I can go on YouTube and uh, look at something that we did, and even then, I think I can. Tear comes to my eye. I think, you know, what a talent he had. He was. He was the modern day Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, shadow of a doubt. Mm. Um, and I, I, I honestly believe, not because he was my partner, that at the time he was the funniest man on TV. I, I think that, you're right. Yeah. Without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. But don't underestimate your part in that, though, Tommy. Well, I, I know I, everybody tells me that, and that's and that's very nice. Um, there's been one or two things on Twitter saying. The reason that it was so good, Tom, is because you were this, this, and this, and that allowed Bobby to do the other, and, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, so I understand, yeah. Yeah, the timing of when to, you know, when you're grabbing him saying, no, That's come right. here, look, listen to me. That's right. And he would yeah. be pulling faces, yeah. and you know when to hold it, how long to yeah. hold it before That's you right. actually go into the rant. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, think, I mean, considering that I never wanted anything to do with your business, <laughs> 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 I, I, it just, um, it, I still look back and think, my God, 
I never wanted to be in show business. I wanted, you know, I when I was at school, I loved cricket, I loved football, mm. and all I wanted to do was be a professional cricket player or a footballer. And I remember getting a cricket bat signed by all the English England players of that day mm. because I got all 11 wickets for the school team. Oh, wow. And I, and I thought to myself, I couldn't believe it when they sent me this cricket bat. And you said to me now, where is it? I don't know. Uh, it had been worth a fortune. Yes. And I don't know where it's gone. I have no idea because I was only, I was only maybe what, 13, something like that when I did all that. And mm. that's certainly a long while back. <laughs> so you were a tall lad though. Well, no, not really. No. Um, no. No, I'm only, I've only ever been, uh, well, I didn't even realize that Robbie Williams was six foot one. No, I didn't realize that. I thought he was like about five eight. Right. Yeah. So to my height, if you like, but no, I mean, my son's six foot six. Yeah. Yeah, six that, foot six. that's what happens. Huge. Monster. Monster. <laughs> it's weird, is it? Where have they all come yeah. from? I know. I know. My wife's five foot, my son is six foot two, and you go, that, there you go. It you, can't you, work. you look and you think, how the hell is that? Happen? <laughs> <laughs> you do. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that I want to actually forget forever yes. is my bankruptcy. Ah, right. Um, as I was going into the courtroom, the uh, solicitor that we had decided that he wanted uh, £5,000 before he went into court. Wow. And he told me on the day I was going to court, I said, sorry, you want five? He said, yeah. I said, I can't do it. I, I can't do that. He said, okay. And then he said, you have to go, on, go into court on your own. That's what I did. I had no representation or, or anything. Wow. And this judge tore me apart. Oh, Lord. I have never, ever been so belittled in my life. And he said, at the end, he slammed the hammer down on the desk and he said, by the way, he said, I do not want to see you in my court again. And that was it. Horrible. Horrible. It's strange, isn't it, that that you as an entertainer, yeah. everybody says, well, you should be in charge of your finances. You should know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. But it turns yeah. out that the Chancellor of the Exchequer can make any mistake he likes. Nobody bothers. <laughs> yeah, I just think I just think sometimes, you know, at our height, me and Bob worked virtually. If we had two weeks off for a break, that's all we had. Yeah. So no, I didn't look after the finances. I had a get you know, a bookkeeper and all the stuff that goes with it. And when I think back now, I think to myself, how the hell did that accountant let me get into that mess? Yeah. Without telling me. Yeah. You know? So, but, I mean, I never found out or anything, but that's definitely like one thing that I didn't want to put to bed. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. Never remember it again. Because it, it is embarrassing. You think to yourself, well, I ought to be, you know, adults are supposed to be able to do these things, aren't they? Yeah. And also, yeah. you would have yeah. been sitting there going, well, I've worked incredibly yeah. hard all my life. Yeah. We've been yeah. very successful. Everything would be fine. I should be able to look after my family, that's right. that's all those right. things. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly yeah. that's taken away from you. All gone. All gone. One yeah. foul swoop. Mm. And we had four or five years of the other solicitors trying to get money out of me that I hadn't got. And oh, yeah. it was a nightmare. But it's gone now. Yeah. All over. Gone. And I'm going down a new path now. Yes. I'm going down a new path. And quite often, I think you get to that situation. You go, well, if I had all that money, what would I do with it? Exactly. Mm. Money, money's not everything. No, not everything. 
No, as demonstrated by the fact that you've got your family. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, lovely. Tommy, really lovely. I have to say, you know, I've really looked forward to talking to you and I knew that you would be exactly as you have been. I knew you would be a man who would be self-deprecating and say, well, yeah. you know, I was lucky or I, you know, yes. I, don't, I just fell into it and yeah. what have you. Yeah. But, right. but I watch your work in great detail you. and you should be very proud of it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Lovely. It's been a pleasure, Bob. It's lovely to talk to you. And you. You have been listening to My Time Capsule with me, Mike Fenton-Stevens, and my wonderful guest, Tommy Cannon. Thanks, Tommy. And thank you for listening. I know that wasn't the longest episode we've made, but it was lovely, wasn't it? Certainly something I'll treasure. If you fancy hearing other episodes of My Time Capsule, then why not subscribe to this podcast on the podcast provider of your choice? And before you do, please do rate and maybe even review us so others can see how much fun they're missing. My Time Capsule and me are both on social media, if you fancy joining us, or even if you don't. We are very happy to answer any questions you may have about the podcast and love it when people tell us guests they'd like to hear on My Time Capsule, especially if they know them or maybe even their agent. You can download the theme tune by Pastor P's Music on Spotify and this was a cast-off production for Acast, which was skillfully produced by John Fenton Stevens. He even made me sound good. So, shall we finish with a song? Well, as Alexi Sales so rightly says, I'm done with asking rhetorical questions. I mean, what's the point? So, laugh me a laugh, grin me a grin, and then I know that we can win. Dance me a dance, joke me a joke, and blow the clouds away. You gotta play me a tune, sing me a song. And we can help push life along, just you and me, come on and see, together we'll be okay. Follow me through into the sun, and we can smile at everyone, you gotta join in with me, then we are free, it isn't hard to do. Cause life is a song, so just sing along And then we know we can't go wrong Just you and me, come on and see Together we'll be okay Together we'll be okay Together we'll be... Bye Okay I love that song Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.